All-Ireland final in 2018. Watched it in Cook Park and I thought I was going to throw up. Like it just, it was a horrible feeling. You wanted to win, but you just felt like, oh my God, if, if they do win, they haven't been there. Like, is it worth it being over here? Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. John Giles, very welcome back to the show. Hello, Richie. Yeah. Good, good, good. What have you made of this so far? It's been, um, it's been entertaining. I don't know if necessarily high quality is the word I'd use, but it's certainly been entertainment galore in this one. Yeah, it was, it was uh, end-to-end, uh, Richie. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Rashford, Rashford got his goal again. Uh, it looked like Manchester United would win it at that stage, uh, Richie. Yeah. And uh, Barcelona have come back into an you know, entertaining game. Has been, Definitely. has been certainly. It's kind of almost been a, a throwback as we see United play the ball off their own post uh, and get it clear with four minutes to go. Free kick routine found its way uh, towards the goal. Uh, that first goal from Marcus Alonso, um, when you think back, John, to, to five minutes into the second half, a nod down uh, header from the former Chelsea full-back who was playing as a centre-half tonight. Uh, David De Gea scrambles to get onto his post to try and get something on it and looked to be as if he could have positioned himself better. I don't know if you would uh, agree on yeah. that front. Well, it was very near the post. And what happens, I think, with the goalkeepers, Richie, if they dive to get it, mm. there's a good chance to catch the head on the post. You know, it's, it's always it's always dangerous for them in that way. Uh, but it, it, there wasn't a lot of power in the header, but it was it was a good one, just the same. Yeah, he rose up above uh, his marker at that stage to give uh, Barcelona the lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, then that leveler through uh, through Marcus Rashford, John, a, a fantastic run again from him um, I think it's now 14 goals in, in in 17 games or something like that at the moment like literally statistically there is no player in better form across the whole of Europe than Marcus Rashford it's a remarkable uptick in form from him over these past couple of months yeah he, well he had a, he had a bad couple of years Richie mm. but he's come back to his best and he's still a very young fella but he's he's, he's, he's got all the equipment you know he's a big lad he's very quick uh Against Leeds last week, he played. He started on the left wing, and, and that's definitely not his position. Yeah. They did put him back into the middle of the belt, and he made a big difference for them. He, sco- he scored that, but that was uh, against Leeds. Um, but I think a couple of years ago he had a bad time, Richie. I think he was he was struggling a bit, uh, but now he's 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 back to his best, and he's got all the equipment. That's for sure. Yeah, it's sometimes a case of all the kind of. I guess factors aligning whether it's mentality whether it's right manager whether it's application all that kind of stuff and maybe even just a bit of luck sprinkle on top as well but he certainly uh, managed to put everything together it was interesting from that like because I was doing commentary for the United Leeds game on Sunday afternoon and I thought the the tactical thing for Manchester United was interesting in that as you mentioned there Marcus Rashford started over on the left hand side and as the game wore on as Ten Hag made his substitutions he pushed Luke Shaw further forward on the left had Lissandra Martinez basically operating on the left hand side and that allowed what's become an old school thing John and it certainly wouldn't have been in your day and certainly wouldn't have been when I was growing up of having two strikers up top in Marcus Rashford and Ved Veghorst it's almost a surprise that more teams haven't gone back to the well with that one Yeah well I'm surprised as well with you. what's happened a lot in the game as we know uh, <clears throat> keeping possession is uh, one of the main things now mm. And it's it's taken ages to get up to the front, you know. Like you see Manchester City doing it, 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 it uh, a lot, playing it, playing it, playing it, uh, and not getting it up. Like in the old days, you <clears throat> you you look. That's what you first look for, you know. Could you get it up to somebody up the front? Uh, nowadays, it's it's keeping possession, and I think it's it's gone out of the game a lot. And I think it's 
it's wrong. I think you've got to look look forward as quickly as you possibly can uh, and get it up there in the right way. Yeah, that, that, that's um, you know Rashford. Rashford is a big, strong fellow, as, as we know. And uh, the, 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 well, the first thing I was told when I was a kid playing at Manchester United, Jimmy Murphy was a great coach. When you get on the ball in the middle field, the first thing you look for can you put somebody through. And what I find in the game now, Richie, it's the last thing midfield players are looking for. Yeah. Play to the full-back, get it back in. And in the meantime, uh, I mean, even Haaland suffers with it at Manchester City. You know, he, 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 I think he makes a lot of runs. The ball's not delivered and he, he's out of the game. But Rashford is made for that early, early ball through because he has the pace. And he's a big, strong fellow. He can get on the ball, uh, Richie. Yeah. And, he, and he's he is really coming coming to his best now. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, and Manchester United's up around the top three in the Premier League now. That results uh, briefly put them above uh, Manchester City in the Premier League the other day. So, like, it, it shows when you have a player like that in form, the effect that it can have on the, on the side around you. I want to touch on Leeds uh, before we move on to yeah. to last night's game, John. Um, they're clearly in a very difficult position. They're hovering just above the drop zone in the Premier League yeah. after that feet um, since sacking Jesse Marsh they had to my knowledge three different candidates uh, become unavailable in different ways shapes or forms so that was uh, Carlos Corbran the West Brom manager signed a new contract there they clearly wanted to lock him down because he was a uh, hot property um, Andoni Adriola Iriola pardon me was the, the guy at Royal Vallecano who Leeds had been scouting for a while they said no and Arna Slot was a contender who was in charge of Feyenoord and they said no so um, I don't know if you saw this this evening John and I, I, I want to get your instant reaction on this if, if possible it's become uh, such a desperate state now in, in terms of Leeds trying to get a manager Harry Redknapp has put his name forward for the Leeds gig has he? he has yeah uh, well I'd be surprised at that I mean Harry's been out of the game a long time uh, but why not you know if he, if he wants to do it like Leeds have been turned down as you said there, Richie, by what, two or three managers? Three, yeah. Because, uh, obviously, because of the position they're in. Uh, but but Harry's been out of the game a long time. Seven long years, time. I think, now. Since, and it's, 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 it's game, usually, yeah. from my, my experience of it anyway, it doesn't usually work uh, getting somebody in that, ha- that hasn't been in there for a long time, Richie. I think what the what that situation does, I wouldn't I wouldn't regard him as a serious candidate to be to be honest, John. Um, when you consider that, I think he's clearly put that out there himself that that he's he has applied and made contact and let it be known that he's available. I think it's serving to underline perhaps the folly in Leeds not having a definite candidate to go to, knowing that they were sacking Jesse Marsh. I think that's probably the point that this underlines. Yeah. Well, from what I saw, they seem to have two or three names lined up. And I can't remember who they were, but the, the the first one was seemed to be on his way, mm. uh, and and then changed his mind, uh, and they they need a manager as quickly as they possibly can, Richard, because we know the position they're in. Uh, but I'd be surprised at Harry coming back into the game at this stage in his life, to be honest. Yeah, it'd be a bit of a shock. Um, on Jesse Marsh, uh, he's had an interesting week as well because obviously he found himself suddenly out of work from Leeds. It looked as if, I think, um, and Cahill mentioned this on the news round a few minutes ago, that you know, uh, the other day it was almost fait accompli that Jesse Marsh was going to get the Southampton job and then it turns out that those talks were off. He was seemingly only offered a six-month contract by Southampton and he has said no 
which is I don't know what you make of that. He clearly had an offer to get back in the job straight, or to get into a job straight away, and had decided to walk away from the offer that Southampton had put in front of him. Well, I think the offer wasn't very much or very good, Richie. To be honest, I think what they're saying was, uh, if 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 you keep us up, then we'll extend the contract. So what they're saying was, if you don't keep us up, you're gone. But that's not that's no way to do it. I, I don't blame him for walking away from that. Mm. What, what they what they want is a miracle for him to get an extension on his contract. No, that's that's not the way to do it. I mean, if they're if they're really serious, in my opinion, what they should do. Is, is get a manager and appoint him now for at least at least twelve eighteen months. In other words, this season and the rest of the next season. So you, know, you can't. You can't. I think it's it's outrageous to do what they've done yeah. uh, with, with Marsh to say come come down because I think he was under the impression he was going to get a contract at least until next season. Uh, but what they're saying is now they're in a very very difficult position as we know uh, Southampton. But to say to somebody coming in, okay, we'll, we'll take you on, uh, but it's only for six months. In other words, if you keep us up, we'll keep, we'll you. keep you on. Yeah, and, and it's that's like, no it's, offer. I mean, I don't blame him for turning that down. Yeah, it's a horrible position all. for him to be in when you consider, like, you, he, technically, he could be out of work twice in six months, which is you know, yeah. We talk, we talk about managers losing jobs and all that as if it's almost uh, it's almost fun and games. It's yeah. not. Like it's it's people. It's like incomes. It's all that regular stuff that kind of we take for granted almost to a degree in terms of the world of football. Um, I want to get on to last night's game as well, John. Full-time whistle, by the way, has just gone at the Camp Nou. Barcelona 2, Manchester United 2. Um, we'll get on to last night's game, John. A 3-1 victory for Manchester City to go back on top of the Premier League. The first time they've done that since November the 5th. Yeah. Um, those second half goals, uh, really doing it for them from Jack Grealish and then from Erling Haaland to make it 3-1. A real statement victory, I guess you'd say, for Manchester City last night. It's not going to be decisive in the in the title run-in by any means, but certainly let Arsenal know they're really in a race now. Well, they certainly are. I mean, they, 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 they won well in the finish uh, in, in, in the match, uh, uh, Richie, as we know, uh, because he made a couple of changes at half-time. And uh, what, what was... like. Pep is inclined to make dramatic changes, uh, in my opinion, like especially in the left back position. You know, they, 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 he wants the left back to play as a left back at times and play in the midfield position. Yeah. You know, now he had um, Bernardo Silva doing it last night, but the point is, Richie, you can't play two positions in a match. You know, it's, bad, it's hard enough to play one position in a match. And uh, what was the name of the lad that went away? Can, uh, yeah, Joao Cancelo went off to Bayern Munich there. Yeah, well, they fell out with him. That's what he was doing. Uh, but he actually had a young lad in, in it uh, lastly, Rico, Rico Lewis. Rico Lewis, yeah. He's, he's a midfield player. And in the Tottenham match, he had him doing it. So, like, last week, even in the match against Spurs, Harry... Harry Harry scored, as we know. Yeah. Uh, but that lad was got a ball, received the ball on the edge of the box. It was a bad ball. He missed. He got lost control of it, and actually went into a position where a normal left back would be. Now you can't play two positions at the one time. Now he said that himself. I think more or less after the match, Pep did. Uh, he, he didn't. He did, he, he, he let. Um, he, he didn't have the midfield player. Uh, Bernardo Silva in that position in the second half. You, you can't, it, it, 
I think he's, he's inclined to do things like that. But he said after the match that he, he more or less said, I made a mistake in that. You know, you can't, you can't have something like Bernardo Silva. Then he expects him to do a midfield job. Then to be in the left-back position. You know, but playing in the left-back position, you have to stay there in relation to where the ball is or the opposition is. You know, it's, it's just madness. And I think, I think he more or less said that after the match. He did, yeah. He basically admitted that he got his tactics wrong in that first half. And, yeah, but and he's been doing that for a while. This, is, this goes back to... I mean, yeah. he had that, that, that young kid last week, young Lewis, in that position for a couple of matches. Mm. And Cello was in, in, in there for a few... It's just looking at a game and saying, well, look, I'll try this. This is Nobody else has done this before. I'm going to do it now. It, it, it doesn't work like that in football. It's, it's almost you know, as obviously if Obviously, you can yeah. make changes. You can positional changes, uh, Richie. But you can't have a left-back expected play in midfield and also play at left-back. Because if you go into the middle of the field, which he has been doing with the, with the left-back, and the opposition get the ball... It just he cannot be in the left back position as it should be if he's already in the middle of the field. It's almost as if Guardiola and like I don't think anybody would ever dispute whether or not the qualities of, of, of Pep Guardiola as a manager and somebody who's able to to build a team and to yes. win trophies and all that stuff. It seems as if he just wants to also prove how smart he is at times as well, which is yeah. I think it happens. That can happen. I, I, I've done very, very well doing that. Now now I'm going to try this. Yeah. Nobody else has done it before, so I'm going to try and do this. You know, and, and football, in my opinion, Richie, it's, it's a very, very complicated game. So you have to, what the great managers do, in my opinion, is simplify the game as much as they possibly can. You know, what, what, what Pep is doing is making it more difficult, in my opinion, to do it. In other words, we're a good team, we're doing that and that. And it does happen to managers where they say, well, yeah, done great, now I'm going to try this particular situation. Hmm. And you finish up just making a mess of it. You turn yourself in knots at times. They've yeah, got, exactly. They, they've gone... Um, football, football is a very complicated game, uh, Richie, in my hmm. opinion. People say it's a simple game. A lot of people... I don't think it is. And to do the things that you want to do, keep it simple. You know, but I think it, it does happen, I think, with some managers. They're very successful, like Pep is, and say, OK, now I'm going to try that. I'm going to get a midfield player... Uh, Play him at left back when, when when he's in the left back position, but he's not going to be a left back really, you know. It's uh, just ma- it's just madness, in my opinion. Now he did more or less uh, say that after the match. You yeah. know, he didn't have uh, uh, Silva in in the second half. He had, yeah. him, he had him playing as a midfield. He played. He had him back yeah. playing in midfield. Brought on Manuel Akanji, switched Nathan Ake to left back, which is what yeah. they done recently. And kind of worked like in their when favor. you're defending, you're defending. You can't be like you can't be into, if you're doing playing midfield and left back. You can't play two positions at one time. Yeah. Um, I want to touch on the Merseyside derby as well, which obviously uh, happened, it's, God, it seems like weeks ago now at this stage, but it was only on Monday night. Um, Liverpool winning uh, by two goals to nil, the first Premier League win of the calendar year, which seems remarkable. Um, but it was a real eye-opener, I guess, for Sean Dyche to show where Everton actually are after that buoyancy that they would have gotten from the win over Arsenal mm. the week prior. This is a real, well, this is where you actually are and this is what you actually have to deal with between now and the end of the season for Sean Dyche. Oh yeah, it's an, it was an eye opener for him mm-hmm. if he needed one, because um, he's a big job on his hand, as we know. But I thought they were poor, really poor against Liverpool the other day. Liverpool played well; they took the goals well, 
but from uh, Everton's point of view, I thought it was a poor performance. Poor performance, and he's a lot to do, and and he'll get to know the players uh, obviously better as, as time goes on. But looking at them on against Liverpool the other the other night, uh, he's a lot to do. And that's, I guess, the frustrating thing for him is that he got such a tune out of them against Arsenal and that was one of those performances from minute one to the 90th where everybody seemed up for it and players who had shied away from performing under Frank Lampard and other managers looked like they were reborn and then for them to completely regress again in the Merseyside derby of all games, it's like it's a massive concern and shows the job that he has to do and it's not just going to be, as you mentioned with Jesse Marsh and, and Southampton, it won't just be like a six-month gig. This is something that... He, they need to have faith in him for the long haul. He needs to plug away and and build his squad in his image and have a bit more fight in them than they showed the other night. Definitely, and I, they don't seem to have the resources to get players in. Richard, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have the money now. That's what it looks like to me. So what he has is what he's got to put up with now. And against Liverpool, it, it, it the previous week was very good, as you say. Against they were played at home against Arsenal and played well with plenty of spirit but uh, I think the spirit wasn't bad but it was the actual play and the lack of uh, uh, real quality that he has yeah. to work with uh, On the Liverpool side of things um, I'm, I'm loath to judge uh, form I see on one game because Liverpool up until, up until Monday night in the league terms anyway have been, have been pretty poor they've got a huge game on the horizon next week with Real Madrid and almost equally as big is that game against Newcastle because with them like they do have a game in hand Liverpool on the top four uh, get back to level pegging in games then they're only I think six off the top four is Champions League football a realistic ambition for Liverpool between now and the end of the season? No, no it's realistic uh, but difficult mm. uh, Richie because the, the, the consistency or lack of consistency has been dreadful for Liverpool this, this, this year yeah. uh, this season you know, as you said, they played well and deserved to win the other night. But they've done that a couple of times and then lose to teams that you'd never believe they were going to lose to. I mean, only it's only a couple of matches ago that he said it was the worst performance as a manager that he's ever had. Uh, so it's it's it was good to get back win on winning terms against Everton. But we have to wait and see now. Is that going? Is that the way it's going to be? Or is, are they going, going to go back to, to ways that some matches, uh, you know, beaten by teams that should be nowhere near them? Yeah. Um, so it, it, we'll have to wait another few weeks to see if the Liverpool are back to where they should be or is there something there that um, we don't know about that's given them such a bad season that they've had so far. I think crucially for them as well, like they had Virgil van Dijk on the bench the other night, back to fitness, uh, Roberto Firmino back to fitness, Diogo Jota back to fitness, um, pictures today of Luis Diaz back in training as well. Having players come back in um, of that kind of calibre can only uh, help them out. And just to finish off, obviously a 2-2 draw now for Barcelona and Manchester United in this Europa League fixture. You, obviously they will be disappointed to let the, the win slip, John, um, mm. but coming away from the Camp Nou with a draw, uh, albeit there's no away goals involved now, this is a decent enough result for Manchester United. Well, we'll know by the second leg, uh, Richie. Yeah, you know, yeah. the winner at Old Trafford, everything <laughs> is good. You know, and is it, when you look back and say, well, we could have done better yeah. away from home. But look, before the match, you'd probably take the result, Richie. Draw, draw away from home is always good, a home draw. Uh, you've scored two goals away from home uh, it remains to be seen but uh, obviously getting the win 2-0 would be 
would be better for everybody. Of course. But, but not a bad result, really, yeah, overall. Yeah. All right, John, an absolute pleasure, uh, as always, another football here and off the ball, brought to you by Sky, all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports. John, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, thanks, Richie.